theme song. The Hello Kitty thing, like, it makes me laugh every time. So I just won't watch it. And that is why it gets so much hate. He means Courtney Cox. Up Gitchy Gitchy Goo means that I love you. What are we talking about? I don't know, man. Let's get back to the point. Hello there. Channel Kenobi. Hey guys, welcome back to Back to the Point, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. I am your host, Brad, and this is your host. Seth. Hello. Hey man, how's it going? It's going great. Um, Just got here. Well, didn't just go. You just got here. Yes, I just got um, here. I assume you've been here a while. For like an hour. Okay. Not long. So not long. No, no. I just got off work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing good. Um, Watched a couple... Watched a really bad movie and watched a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the really good movie? It's called Almost Famous. It has Kate Hudson. It's a coming of age story. Mm. Um, Cameron Crowe wrote it about his time journalism for or being a journalist for um, Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. And then he made up a band and kind of just accumulated like his favorite moments to kind of show a coming of age. And it's it's really good. Feels very Sing Street meets the seventies, but like rated r what wasn't sing street in the 70s no sing street was in the 80s oh wow sorry <laughs> big difference i mean it is just between those movies i could definitely Still, say though, it's okay that's fine um and then you also i know the bad one that you watched crawl <laughs> crawl which is i feel like we've talked about this on the show yeah it's a, it's sam a sam raimi movie I remember seeing the trailer for that whenever it was like first coming out and just going, huh, he does other movies. Bad ones. <laughs> that was it. Uh, he doesn't do bad movies besides Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Just, I know that one. Is I mean, bad. not all of them are bad, but this one was horrible. Have you seen like his other stuff? No, it's, it's like what? Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and then... It's Evil Dead that he's famous for. He also did Dark Man. Mm-hmm. which is Liam Neeson and you should you should check those out those are great um and then I, th- I want to say that's about it uh, he, I mean he's he's a director he does a bunch of stuff but yeah I just know Evil Dead Spider-Man Dark Man Crawl and then um this oh and he did do you remember Quibi no it was like an app where they um they produced these like they were shorter videos and the whole like marketing thing was you can do it in horizontal mode instead of landscape as well which is just like you you watch it in the worst way possible on your yeah. phone and but in it there was a series called like 50 stage of fright 50 states of fright and he did an episode it was supposed to be like horror uh myth stories from each state and he did one i don't remember what the state was but the story was um the golden arm and he and his brother did that. And I've heard it's like the best one of those of that series, but you know, that series sucks. Yeah, so what was that really saying? Mm-hmm. That movie or that that app and streaming service crashed and burned during yeah. the pandemic when everybody wanted to watch stuff. Yeah. And that's where TikTok really kind of came to shine instead. It's not the same of what I'm talking about. Though. I know, but Um No, uh, crawl was bad the only good thing about it was the alligator cgi was really good which Mm -hmm. is shocking considering every other aspect of this movie was horrendous have you checked out other stuff from it like what i mean um is it cgi or is it like animatronics and it's like just cgi 
straight like just up. straight up CGI. And it looks really good. Like it was kind of shocking considering mm. how horrible the exposition, the plot, the look, everything else was. Cause like they'll go and like rip someone apart and it'll be like six different ones and like rip his legs off and his arms and his head and it's awful. You're like, oh my gosh. But mm-hmm. then they'll get like bit and drug across the crawl space and then they'll just be like, oh, I'm bleeding a little bit. And you're just like, okay, so you just kind of pick what you want to be violent. Yep, absolutely. And it would be fine if it committed to the like ridiculous alligators attacking people thing but it doesn't it tries to have this really intense and meaningful subplot of a daughter reuniting with her father who used to be her swim coach and it was awful and he just cuts off his arm like it's it's so stupid did you ever watch the sharknado movies no but that is on my list should we do that we should definitely we should do that drunk we should do a drinking game and just record us watching him every time like just something do a, stupid. Just, just do a drunk commentary of the Sharknado. But yes. I'd be down, honestly. I'd be down to do that for just like any sort of B-movie bullshit. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that sounds fun. But the thing is with Sharknado, I haven't seen it, but for what I'm here is they committed to like, yeah. this is ridiculous. Crawl tried to do it's both ways. It's a movie about sharks and tornadoes. I think it just you have to be committed from the get-go. Yeah. Crawl <laughs> tried to have it both ways. Have this like great subplot and the alligators being ridiculous, and it, it just messed it up. Weird. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've been watching some stuff. I've I started um, I've started The Boys season three. Nice. <sighs> yeah, you told me that opening was rough. It, I mean, it's a lot is sort of the thing it's so three episodes are out at the time of recording this um i'm on episode two because i went i'm done watching this for right now that's valid (laughs) i think i think the the formula that the boys has of like i think it's eight episodes and they release three episodes up front and then do week to week Mm -hmm. i think that that's a great formula and i kind of wish Disney would do that more because now they're doing like releasing two episodes and then week to week, but it's only six episodes. And I'm like, it doesn't quite feel long enough in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't want to watch three episodes in a row of the boys. Yeah. I just, at this point it's just me trucking through it so that it can just be week to week. Mm -hmm. And just like once a week I devote an hour to just be miserable. (laughs) Yeah, the only reason I watched it all, like, all the way through when it first came out was because I was at home and I was like, I have nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. I might as well just... And it was rough, and I don't remember a lot of it, but I just watched, like, a recap, and I was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And I'm about... And I, I told you, I, just, I started season two today, so... Mm-hmm. I watched it purely out of peer pressure. Yeah? Yeah. From who? Everyone. Which that was just like, dude, you have to watch the boys. You have to watch the boys season two. And I was like, I didn't even finish season one. I don't really want to. I don't want to watch this. And just everyone kept talking about it. So I was like, fuck, fine. That's so funny because I'm I was, only watching it for you. And I'm very depressed. <laughs> I was very I depressed. Bet. I was like, I hate this. I hate everything. But at the same time, I was like, I do kind of like the show. <laughs> It's a really cool premise. Yes. Because it it's realistic. Like, if there were superheroes, or if there was this V thing, I this think, could potentially happen. This is basically what happens now, just without superheroes. I think it's... To say it's realistic is, like, it's not wrong. These are things that could happen in a world with superheroes, absolutely. But it's also... I was telling you this today. It's like, there's no hope in this world. No. There's no, like... It's all bad. And it's all, and I think that is very unrealistic because I can't, 
I can't imagine anyone being happy in that world. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Huey even, seems he, okay. No, I don't even think he's happy. Even, like, <laughs> anyone. Like, if you're not even related to the superhero game at all, if you're just a suburban person trying to live their life, I feel like you would just be constantly terrified that you're going to die from some idiot. Yeah. And I'm just like, I hate this. I hate it a lot. That's valid. So I'm just, it's like, I was telling you today, I had my own um, whiplash-like uh statement that i made where i was like my hero academia is just the boys but not corrupt yeah <laughs> and i stand by that i think that's completely right and i enjoy it so much more <laughs> yeah mha i just the darkness and the like ominous of the boys really just like sucks you down it overwhelms you I yeah think. and you're just like ooh. Yep. Ah, like, uh, like it just like, like the quelches. You're just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just like sends a shiver down my spine, and it's. I mean, they set you up for that just from the bat of just like, hey, um, she stepped off the curb, and that's it, and that's all it took, and it's like fucking hell. I hate this, and that's not even the worst thing no, in the first episode. But it's literally the first ex- like thing that happens where you just are immediately taken back, and you're like oh god i don't want to do this props to them for being like if you are gonna watch this show this is it props and to them immediately for, just giving it to us props for them being accurate to the comic books the comic books are brutal and violent and ridiculous uh i haven't read them fully but just from what i've seen it's like they stay pretty accurate to it um the only difference being that season three seems to be the start of the comic book essentially where mm-hmm. it's um they're government workers and they're just kind of there to keep soup soups in line um while the show is like they're not working for the government they're doing it all on their own and it's this underdog story and it isn't until season three when they are like oh this is our job it's gonna take me a second to get through this that, that's completely fair you're still gonna have to get through it pretty quickly though because yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna have to discuss it we're gonna be doing a like season um I don't know about recap or we're just going to talk about season three once it ends. Yeah. So you're going to have to finish. I have like a month and a half half to Mm. finish. I can do that. Have fun. I won't. (laughs) I'll do it for this podcast. Of course, because there's nothing fun in this world. (laughs) There isn't. It's hopeless. It's so. I've gone off about it before. Like the things that I found fun about it was whenever something horrible happened to a character mm -hmm. I hated. And it was um, the deep. Yeah. Now I don't even hate him that much. Like whenever I see him, I'm just like, you're chewing a lot of scenery for a guy I don't care about. (laughs) He also is just kind of like bottom of the barrel now, at least where I'm at. I, it's it's just I don't know I've gotten everything I want out of him which is and now it's I think now he's like starting to go on the up and up and that's when I'm like I don't care I don't care about yeah. you get the fuck out I'm only really I doing only this. liked you whenever you were crying because you hated yourself <laughs> yeah I'm only really watching this for Jensen Ackles though let's be real same that's that's the bread and butter that we're going for here I think not everyone is I mean, just me and you specifically. Yeah, that's fair. A lot of people are excited for it, though. Yeah. I do know one thing that's coming, though. Coming. Uh, There's going to be an episode in season three called Hero Gasm. And it's an orgy episode. Awesome. Yep. Yep. I'm not not prepared for the show. I'm not mentally ready. Absolutely (laughs) not. 
Jensen Ackles filmed it and he was like, Jesus Christ. And he did some fucked up shit in Supernatural, so that's saying something. It wasn't anywhere no, near. No, no, not at all. But like. I feel if he did the first episode of The Boys, he'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. So I, I can't imagine what this is, though. I like that he's the Captain America of this world. I think it works. I, I mean, I I had it's not what they were going to do. But whenever I first heard about that, I wanted it to be the case of he was like the only good superhero. Like he actually was hopeful and stood for the American way and was just like there like there were no skeletons in his closet. And I thought that would have been cool as like an antagonist to Homelander where Homelander hates him because he's just like, I, I have nothing against you. Mm-hmm. If I if I kill you, that will ruin my public image. How can I kill you and not be? I would. I thought that would have been really cool, but that's not where they're going with this, and that's fine. I th- I thought I thought I heard they were going over like the military like trauma that can come with being that type of hero, or just that in the military like that. Probably. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's like the theory that I'm hearing going around. Probably. Um. So far, just what I've seen is like, oh, he's he's an awful dude, like everyone. Fair enough. Get what you get, I guess. Get what you get. It's Jensen Ackles. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. What's who's a um, who's more terrifying, Omni Man or Homelander? Visually, no. Like just in general, if one just like landed in front of you, I don't. They're like both just as bad, but honestly, probably Omni Man. I agree. Just because I know he's stronger. I don't know if he is, but with Omni-Man, I think it's it's more terrifying, even though maybe it's what I want more, because I think he would land and then just squish your head and like continue he just, on. He'd like, just tap my head and i die instantly. And, he, and he'd move on, and it'd be pretty quick. But Homelander would have, like, he'd land, he'd look at you, and he'd have a weird moment where he kind of reveals too much about himself, and you're like, oh, you, you've got some problems. Yeah. And then he'd, like, I just laser you, and you're like, oh, God, no. Yeah, no, Omni-Man, for sure. Like... Who would win? Omni-Man. I think Homelander would. Really? Yeah, I think he'd win. But Omni-Man's, like, literally indestructible. So is Homelander. The But the only thing that could even touch Omni-Man was his son, and even then... Invincible stood like no chance. I think that's just because there are no other Superman like characters in Invincible except his son. Why do you think Homelander would win without like spoiling? I think he is just stronger, and I think he's more fucked up. Like, yeah, I think he is because Omni Man, like, he seems to have some regret. He seems to be a little bit of a decent person like he he doesn't want to do the things he's doing but he feels compelled to do it because that's his birthright and stuff like that while homelander is like he just wants to get off omni man literally looked his son in the eyes and went i'll just start over <laughs> like yeah that's and that's then next cried level. whenever he left and realized that he beat the ever-loving shit out of his son yeah but i don't give a fuck about that <laughs> Like, I hear you, and I get, like, there being, like, an emotional weakness. However, Homelander has a whole wife and kid, apparently. So he also has that weakness. Oh, I don't don't know where all that's going. But, so, like, okay. I'm just going to take your word for it. Don't spoil this, though. I want to be surprised. I'm not spoiling it for you. I'm just going to, I'm just going, like, no. It's, it's Homelander. He's so much, I think he's so much worse. I think he's worse, hypothetically. I just think in an actual fight... Well, I don't know. 
the league of the Justice League of that world did almost beat Omni Man. Yeah. That being said, if it's comic book Omni Man, yeah, he'd win. Because, like I told you, it's not a contest in that in the comic. Yeah. It's a slaughter. Yeah, you yeah you mentioned that. I just I can't get that picture of him using Invincible's head to just destroy a train of people out there, of my face out of my like that's just that's a lot you know we've talked about it before like that's such a great thing it wasn't in the comics though which is is amazing they like rarely ever add something to um animation or live action that's based off something else and actually make me go that was better um so like great on them but it's still just the thing of i don't know i think it's just the thing of i see omni man as more human he seems more like a person with emotions while um, Homelander seems like he's just a straight psychotic bastard. Yeah, I could I can see your point. I disagree. I think <laughs> I, like, I see I see your point. I think your point's correct. However, I still think Omni-Man could beat Homelander and I'm not even positive it would be a contest. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly believe that just after seeing one season of that and then the one season of Invincible so far. I feel like we should stop referring to ourselves as the boys. <laughs> Oh no! I do no no. I refuse. You refuse. I like it. I like saying the boys. It sounds nice and clean. I'll start. Fi- <laughs> clean is not the word. This has tainted that for me. I'll I'll see if I can persuade you with some other thing. If you I can don't get know. a different wording that I like, I'm down. Mm-hmm. But you gotta convince me. Uh, the guys, the blonde boys. I'm not blonde. <laughs> you were. I was like 15 years, 18 years ago. That'll work. <laughs> I could Just do the guys. I could them. do the guys. No, I'm joking. Um, I'll, we'll figure something <laughs> out. But I do. I've have been thinking about that the past couple weeks. Whenever it's like the boys, and it's like, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> That's totally valid. Anyways, um, on a lighter note, though, I have been watching something that I've been immensely loving, which is uh, the Rising of the Shield Hero. Yeah, this is an anime, correct? This is an anime. It's relatively new. They're on. They're in the middle of season two right now, like the beginning of season two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just binged watch all of season one. And it's an isekai, which is, do you know what that is? No clue. An isekai is the concept of you're taken from your universe or reality and put into what you would consider a fictional universe. So like um, Sword Art Online is an isekai or... Um, it, it it's just a thing of like um you're like you, if you went into the Percy Jackson books like Ready Player One how they how he goes into the game no or Tron Tron no kind of you going into Percy Jackson books is a bit different um it so it, yeah because um you are going into say, you would go into the Percy Jackson books and then you became one of those characters okay and this is kind of the same thing he doesn't become he is still himself, but he is. Um, so yeah, he gets transported into this world, and he's like a prophesized hero. But as soon as he gets in, like there are th- three other heroes. One is like a sword hero, a spear hero, a, um, a bow hero, and everyone, all the other heroes, and like everyone in the world that he was transported in, just kind of look at him and go, "Oh, you're the you suck because you have a shield and you can't attack." Oh, so he's a shield hero. He's a shield hero, and he's at a huge disadvantage, like from the get go. Like no one wants to be with him. No one wants to be in his party to help him out with his journey. He, um, 
someone like betrays him very early on and that kind of just twists his um, personality where now he's like he started off with going like this is going to be so much fun this is going to be awesome this is just what i needed and now he's like i hate this world i will do anything to survive because i'm i need to and i'm like i love this is it on anything it's on Crunchyroll. <sighs> you know what i don't have anime subscriptions you gotta get Crunchyroll though <sighs> can i just use yours maybe cool <laughs> um, i'll watch more anime <laughs> that's fair it's I, i've just been really loving it it's it's kind of it's got some problematic elements to it but it's like it's intentional problematic and it's i think done well enough where you understand it and it's it, it's good it is um still the it's the uh mother gothel line though where he goes fine you want me to be the bad guy now I'm a fucking bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I like it a lot. It's super interesting and intriguing. Okay. So check out The Rising of the Shield Hero. It's great. <laughs> um, and I haven't started anything of season two because there's like five episodes out. And I'm like, I don't want it to end. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> so now I'm just, I'm, I'm ending it early. <laughs> so um, that's all I've got. I do want to bring up, though, the, the fantastic fail that is... Second fail. Yes, yes, you're right. The fantastic second fail of there was a trending tweet or um, hashtag going around uh, called "It's Morbin Time," mm-hmm. and this was a hashtag that was just to make fun of the fact of of the movie Morbius. <laughs> but it got such a huge trend that Sony decided to re-release the movie Morbius over the weekend. <laughs> Do you know how much money it made? Eighty-five thousand dollars. Do you? That's so pitiful. That's so bad. That is so bad, Brad. That's, I cannot believe that they they released it to like over a hundred, or no, about like a thousand theaters, and that means that to make that amount of money, there was about eighty-seven dollars per theater. Yeah, it's like thirty uh, tickets sold or something like that, and it's it's so sad. And oh my! The fact that it didn't one, the fact that it didn't make a million, the when it's a re-release, the fact that it didn't even make a hundred thousand, <laughs> yeah, is amazing. I love it so much. Forbes released an article of uh, Morbius uh, bombs again. <laughs> I heard I saw a TikTok over, and he was like, "I really, guys, we need to do this again." So we can fill three times. Yes. Yeah. That'd be legendary. Let's and get I more. Agree. Let's get Morbin time trending again. Just, the, just one more time, guys. Just one just more. One more. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. Um, you don't even have to go see the movie. That's the no. whole point. Just, 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 just get the trend. Just go on Twitter. Hashtag it's Morbin time. And then your job is done. You can ignore it again. And after this, Brad, will you go on our Twitter and do it? Just yeah, yeah. Like, let's, Absolutely. Let's, I'll do let's it. Round three. <laughs> I'll do it right now. <laughs> this will be a fun thing. If you like check my check the podcast Twitter, you'll just see it's more of a time. And it's like, oh, that's when they're recording. That's great. I love that. It's a little tidbit for all our fans. Oh, God. That is so loud. Sorry. No, that's that's authenticity. You're that, right. That's how they know we're actually doing it instead of just checking. How do you spell it's Morbin time? M-O-R-B. B-I-N. Great. More Ben. Yeah. Time. That's my best bet. With three exclamation points, as is usual. (laughs) 
Um, it's funny that they can tell who edited the episode <laughs> by the name. I love that aspect. Absolutely. Um, How do I do hashtags? You guys start with the hashtag. No, you don't. It's just a number sign. I, lo- <laughs> I just put a hashtag, and the first thing that came up was Morbid Time. Love that. Great. It's Morbid Time, triple exclamation mark, hashtag Morb- Morbid Time. <laughs> I can't say Morbius anymore. You saw I say Morbid? Well, n- n- no, it's just, it's just too confusing now. That's um, fair. There's Morbius, Mobius, mm-hmm. Morpheus from both Sandman and The Matrix. And then to add on, it's Morbin time and morphing time. It's just a thing of like, this is too many things. That's fair. Um, oh, we did get a first look at Jenna Coleman in The Sandman. Yes, we did. I don't want to. I, I have one more thing to say about so, oh, sorry. Morbius, though. <sighs> Looking back on it. Because, like, I, I think the character of Morbius is cool. He is. He is a cool character. And, but we won't see him again for, like, another 20 years. Because we have to give him time to let this go away. Do you not think they'll make a sequel? No. Are you sure? It just broke even. Yeah, but they introduced, uh, duh, duh, not Falcon. What's Vulture. it? Vulture. Doesn't matter. You think it's just done? Because no one liked that. I mean, Yeah. But I'm still curious. They introduced Vulture, yeah, but everyone hated it. <laughs> Fair. I'm just kind of curious. Uh, I mean, uh, Jared Leto did send a tweet or something where he was reading a script for Morbius 2, uh, colon, it's Morbin time. <laughs> but that was a joke. It, it's yeah. not getting a sequel, man. That's this movie fair. bombed. I think the fact that they did another release and it made so little money confirms they're not doing another one because they know it's going to be a waste. Yeah, of that's money. true. The only reason this broke even is because some people didn't know that this wasn't connected to anything else. <laughs> well, and probably the people who just watched it being like, this is going to be bad, but just in case. Us. <laughs> yeah, literally us. Pretty much. Um, it, I mean, it sucks, but I thought I was thinking about it more, and I was like, they should have just waited till the Blade movie and just introduced him there. I mean, not Jared Leto's version. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck him. But like, Amen. if you're going to do the Morbius character, you should just do it in the Blade. Because it's, it's vampires. There's, it's, I think you could do, go full craziness with Morbius. Give him the weird disco collar thing. Mm-hmm. I think in a Blade movie, in an MCU movie, you could just give him the disco collar and it'd still be fine. And it give him the weird little pig snout all the time. And also, just don't do the transform thing. Just always have him be a grotesque vampire. Yeah, I agree. That would have been cooler, too. And he's just like, like, Blade doesn't like him either, but for some reason they're partners or something. Like, they get along because Blade's also... A buddy cop movie type of thing. Yeah, sure. Like, there's fun things you can do with it. Blade, like, doesn't try to kill him because he's a living vampire, so maybe, like, conflicts with his beliefs or something, but he still hates him or loves... I don't know. Like, there's so much more interesting stuff you can do with that, but you can't. Because Sony owns them. Yeah. And Sony doesn't know what they're doing. I just... They could have done, honestly, absolutely anything, and it would have been better. Yep. Like, anything. Like, truly anything. And it would have been better. It still would have been bad. This was not... This was not the worst case scenario no and that's what's sad yeah is it was is it sucked so much and there wasn't even like a coherent thing but it it could have been worse yeah it really could have been 
Um, we have spent like two hours on this podcast alone, not counting the countless hours of us messaging on yes. other platforms. Yes. Just bitching about how bad this movie is. Yes. And I love it. I've been bitching about it since before the movie came out. Yeah. It's astonishing that this that this production company produced my favorite Spider-Man movie and my least favorite. Yeah. Wait, is it three? Or, wait, Amazing Spider-Man is your least favorite. I actually, I was thinking this. Morbius. Oh, you count this as a Spider-Man movie? Yeah. Because it's in the Spider-Man universe thing. That's fair, I guess. It's bad, but it's still like... There, kind of. Yeah, so I'm like, this sucks. But, I mean, yes, The Amazing Spider-Man is like... Two is like my least favorite of the actual Spider-Man movies. <laughs> but... um but it, they also made my favorite one into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. And it's just so good. <laughs> it is. And I think that's because... They didn't actually no, touch it. No, that's exactly why. And I'm really, really scared yeah. that they're going to bring My, uh, Miles into the Sony-Verse in real Don't life. Don't do the Sony-Verse. And it's going to be so bad. Do the MCU and let Kevin Feige handle it. Oh, speaking of which, did you hear that DC... Uh, I think they wanted to hire Kevin Feige. Yeah. They wanted a Kevin Feige type of person. No, 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 no. They wanted to hire Kevin Feige. I know, but then they defaulted to, I'll just take it to Kevin Feige type of person. Which is crazy. Yeah. Did it, what do, you, do, you, do we know what he said? I think he was like, no. <laughs> but like, I mean, yeah. I don't know what he actually said, but I think it's fair to say that he was like, no, I don't want to do this. Um, I mean... I I think now what I've heard is that they went to Todd Phillips and they were like, will you oversee this universe? And I don't know what his response was to that, but why would you get Todd Phillips? Who is Todd Phillips? The guy who directed Joker. Do you want every movie to feel like the Joker? No. No, not you. Just people in general. Like, what? That was was a specific taste. A specific case. Also, it wasn't connected to anything. No. So I don't know why you would look at that guy and go, yeah, he could do the universe thing. I would get like... It's solely because it made the most money. That's so stupid. Did it make more than Batman? Yes. Batman? Uh, Like grossing terms, yes, because it was cheaper to make and it made a billion dollars. And But that being said, that was pre-pandemic. That's true. Uh, You would get Matt Reeves, right, to do a universe, a DC universe? Who, who's Matt Reeves? He directed the thing. Batman. I could, I could be okay with Matt Reeves. I don't know if I'd want to do the whole universe though, unless I think he, he un- give them each their own feel. Like I think he, he did. Probably, I think he understands the DC universe enough to where he could do something interesting. But at the same time, I'm also feeling don't give this to a director. I, yeah, I agree. You want a Kevin Feige type? Kevin Feige isn't a director. He's a producer. I mean, I'm sure he could. He's been doing this long enough that he he could do it if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I think he knows that he's like. I'm best as a producer and picking people who I know will fit this project really well. I agree. And that's what you want. And you don't have anyone like also like he knows what best decisions to make because he's also worked on all the bad ones as well. Mm-hmm. He worked on Fant Forstick, on the Fantastic Four, on the Amazing Spider-Man movies, the Spider-Man movies, on X-Men, on uh, Blade. He worked as a producer on all of them. He just wasn't as big of a player then. He was learning, and he saw what worked, what didn't. He learned everything, and he applied it to the MCU. You need someone like that. You probably don't have that, but try to find the best you got. (laughs) And I agree. I don't think a director should be 
leading any universe by any means. I think it should be a producer. Yeah. Be- Otherwise, you get another Snyderverse, and we see how well that turned out. Yeah. And well, and here's the thing: people are always like the Snyderverse could have been great. It couldn't have no. been. No. They were gonna like make the Flash have a baby with his mom, and then also like reset the timeline. It was gonna be gross. I don't want that. You know what? How that would have been a great universe if it was Injustice. I agree. It's I the can, only way. I can definitely get on that boat. That's still just the thing of like, I, I don't even know. I don't like Zack Snyder. I don't think he, I don't like his vision. But even then, I think a big thing was, I he just wanted to do the Injustice universe, but I don't think he was allowed. Mm-hmm. He was like, this is the main line, so you have to do that. And, and I think he was like, I don't, I just want to do the Injustice storyline because that's more interesting to me. And that's fair enough. Like yeah. if you, if you want to do that storyline then you're probably not going to make something good if you're doing a different storyline. But I don't know. I <laughs> I think um we've had the same conversation. I know. Like five times. I can't remember his name. James Gunn. Mm-hmm. I think he could do a really good injustice. I I think so too. Um I'll be honest, I I would prefer Zack Snyder. If That's we're fair. if we're doing injustice stuff, because I'm, I know what to expect. I literally, if you said he's doing injustice, I go, okay, I know what that's going to look like. I've seen it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I actually kind of liked that. Did you um, watch the comic book movie, Injustice? Oh, um, the animated. No, because I heard the animated one was bad. Yeah, I didn't watch it, so I don't know. I heard the animated one was bad. I've read the comic, and it's great. I've played the games; they're fun. Uh yes, those those are fun too. But um, no, the comic is um a really good storyline. It's really interesting. So yeah, we I'll get off that topic because we have said that topic so many goddamn times. <laughs> but no, like do injustice or don't. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, the DC universe is kind of just like what's James Gunn doing? I'll I'll maybe check that out at this point. Yeah, pretty much. I'll I'll check out Black Adam just because The Rock. I'm checking out Black Adam for Pierce Brosnan. That's fair. We've also had this discussion yeah, as I well. Know. I know. That's the only other one I'm really interested in at the moment. Although I do think, oh, DC did say that they are more than willing to get rid of um, Ezra Miller. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they're like, they were really like, yeah, we might just boot him after this movie. I'm sure. <laughs> I would not be surprised if they just edited in a thing at the end of the movie where he comes back to his timeline and he looks different. Yeah. I, that wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. It'd be more fun. I hope it's someone cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know who they would get. Get a blonde. He's blonde. Yeah. They never get a blonde. No, they don't. Get whoever is the guy that they always want to play Green Arrow. Just get him. It'll piss people off, but it'll still be better. <laughs> yeah, probably. Charlie Hunnam, I uh, think is his name. Charlie Hunnam. He looks like Green Arrow. He's also got like a, be- a goatee. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he'd be a good Green Arrow. Um, I know that there's rumor that Dylan O'Brien will play the Flash. And I don't know how I feel about that. Every time you bring that up, I... You say he could be used better somewhere no, else. Not that. I think you've just made this up. I truly didn't. <laughs> I truly didn't. No, don't get him as Flash. I don't want him as Flash. I want him as Nightwing. Yeah? I would watch anything Dylan O'Brien is in, but I really want him to be Nightwing. I think he could do it really well. I think he'd be fun. Yeah. I think we need to stop doing this idea that the Flash would be super annoying because he'd talk fast. No. <laughs> yeah. He's like a real person. I agree. Because, like, the Flash TV show has a lot of problems. 
However, I do like the characterization of the Flash in the beginning. Yeah. Like, it, it, like it feels like a, just a normal person who mm-hmm. now can have super speed. That being said, I kind of feel like I've seen the Flash story too many times. Yeah, I kind of want to see something different. Do, start with, like, Wally West. That would be interesting. You should wa- You still need to watch Young Justice. I do. That's got some great Wally West stuff in it. Yeah, it does. I but, heard. yeah, get, get, do a Wally West. He's a great character. Super interesting. Mm-hmm. Do a Jay Garrick. Or just do... Here's what you do. Do Wally West... Barry is dead because he was dead for like 30 years in the comics mm-hmm. and then have Jake Eric there to like be a weird mentor figure because I love Jake Eric. Yeah, I agree. Just something different. Because mm-hmm. the Flash show, I would say, sadly, ended up being pretty successful, even though it weren't really bad after like season four. They, they fought with lightsabers <laughs> at some point. That's bad. Um, I don't care what anyone I, says. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so like it's it, got nine seasons. But it's got nine seasons. So I would definitely say it's a successful show. Yeah. By all means. Arrow so, was still my favorite. I know. Smallville's mine, but I know it's not even like... Well, technically it is because of the crossover event. But, um... Okay. I feel like you still can't pick that. Well, if I'm not picking Smallville, it would probably be the legends of tomorrow because i just think time travel is fun that show got really stupid once constantine came in i dropped out what that's when i like got back on are I was, you serious i love constantine i love matt ryan as I love constantine the idea i of met constantine. i met matt ryan he's super cool i fucking bet i he's the perfect casting as constantine he's played him in so many things like he's been the voice of him in animated movies mm-hmm. he's been him in this the only like version it, that it wasn't matt ryan was uh the keanu reeves movie and that's because it was before hmm. <laughs> good movie by the way fair enough i'll check that out yeah um the only reason that i didn't like constantly was because when you mix demons with something as scientific as time travel it got messy for me. Nah, I thought it was great. I thought it was weird and just could not keep my attention. I think it's perfect. Too many I, eggs in the basket. It's very much like that. Um, the idea of Doom. I haven't played Doom. Well, do you know the premise of Doom? Not a single thing. It's astronauts are like going out into space and then they accidentally go in, go to hell. Okay. And they have to fight demons. It was a, I, I think the blending of supernatural elements and sci-fi is fun and cool and like you have these characters that are kind of out of their depths and for legends case it's you have characters that are way out of their depth but then you have john constantine who's like just a exterminator basically yeah and he's like this is my day job i fucking hate it (laughs) and uh there's great comics with constantine but i yeah once i heard he was coming on i was like yes 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 (laughs) Eh, but then uh i think it was season five or something they got who whoever was it um that oh i forget she got erased and then her brother came on as the um main i don't know that would have been after you mm-hmm. dropped off but uh they brought in a character that was you know a long standing character and then it was just like let's make her an influencer on instagram and i was like uh no i don't like this and then they got rid of constantine but they kept matt ryan and he seems to be playing just some sort of professor guy. And I'm like, boo. Yeah. He took out my favorite part. <laughs> Firestorm was always my favorite part. I liked him. Who? Firestorm. Oh, Firestorm. Yeah. I thought you said Pyrestrom. Oh, sorry. No, Firestorm. <laughs> uh, and I yeah. really liked, um, who's the leader? The girl. 
Sarah. Sarah. I like Sarah. I Sarah's really good. liked Sarah. A lot of people did not enjoy her. I love her. She, I believe, is still alive. I think you're right. I think she was alive the whole show. Yeah. I think she's like the only one who stayed on the whole time. Yeah. Besides um, the guy who has a fire gun. No, he left. Oh, he left too? Yeah, he had some problems. Uh, the actor had some problems with the production company. Mm, so wild. he was like, I'm out. Uh, and then... I don't know. I liked the um, Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline. That was fun. That was super fun. We got um, whoever is the Adam, Brandon Ralph, yes. that's his name, uh, becoming back as Superman. I like his Superman. Yeah. I think he's a fun Superman. Uh, and then... He plays in Chuck. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Random. But... Does everyone play in Chuck? Everyone I plays like in Chuck. I feel like everyone plays in Chuck, and I never know about it until I talk about an actor I like, and you're like, they're in Chuck, and I'm like, I have less respect for them now. <laughs> Chuck is a good show. Whatever. It's because you talk about it too much. I know, I know. Anyways, um, go on. Uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. It was just good. I liked it, but that was kind of... That's what everyone thought was going to happen with Marvel was they did their big storyline and then it just dies. Um, and that's what happened with the CW superhero shows. They did their big thing and then it just died. While Marvel was like, oh, no, we've got so much more. Yeah. <laughs> so but um, getting into our main topic. Obi-Wan Kenobi. We're doing Obi-Wan the first yeah. three episodes. I'm very excited about this. You have been. You're a fan of Star Wars, but you're kind of, you seem like a bit of a Star Wars baby boy. Yeah, it's, I love Star Wars. And when I do watch it, I really, really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not like keeping up with it, really. Is it just lack of interest or was there something that made you go, uh. <laughs> There's just so fucking much and it all connects in 20 different ways. And mm -hmm. and it's it's like Marvel, how everything is now like kind of connected in some way. I feel this is more streamlined. Yes, but this is more streamlined. And I feel like, I don't know, I just, I don't know. It's a, it's I guess it's lack of interest, but not in a bad way. Just kind of, either something else I'd rather watch more whenever it comes out. And if it's a movie, I'll go see it. Easy peasy. <laughs> that's, that's easy. But if I have to, like, watch a show, that's a whole thing. I don't know. I feel the shows have been better than the movies lately, um, except for Book of Boba Fett. That was, that was a pretty big letdown for me. Um, but... No, like, Mandalorian is a fantastic show. You, I've heard that a lot. You, like, genuinely, you have to watch it. It's a fantastic show. And with this show, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. The fact that I was telling you um, this earlier of everything else has kind of been, if it's set in this time frame, it acts more as, like, a prequel to the original um, trilogy, while this feels like a genuine continuation of the prequel trilogy yeah uh like it doesn't feel like set up for a new hope it feels like the continuation of revenge of a sith something that they've kind of ignored a lot of the times like those prequel trilogies i i know there's exceptions like uh, attack of the or i mean um the clone wars tv show is very successful and is set in you know that time frame of everything but this is 10 years after that and it's super interesting what did what do you think of obi-wan and his his meat stealing ways. I really like him. Yeah. I forgot how much I enjoyed the character actually. Yeah. And I also forgot like how like I like I knew like yeah he was his Jedi, he was his Jedi master and he failed and all that. But I guess I kind of forgot that like there would probably be a lot of turmoil knowing you created the world's next evil leader. Hitler. Who, yeah. The world's <laughs> like there'd probably be a real guilt feeling there. Yeah. Of like oh god. <laughs> 
I created Hitler. <laughs> yeah, because, like, honestly, yes, the prequels are about setting up Anakin, but more importantly, it's about watching Obi-Wan fail. Yeah. And I think this kind of highlights that more. Because I feel like if they focus more on that than Anakin, because, like, yes, Anakin's chosen one, and or well, thought to be the chosen one. No, I think he is the chosen one. It's been confirmed. He's just been corrupted. Oh, well, I thought Luke would have been considered the chosen one since he actually did save the galaxy. Honestly, it's all bullshit. Yeah, it there, is all there bullshit. There is no chosen one. It's just a thing of like I think I think the idea is Anakin is the chosen one, and, but he was corrupted and then they were just kind of looking for his son because it's like we're the closest we got to the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> and he just wasn't corrupted. So that's where it's like this chosen one thing isn't real. It's just just bullshit people that's fair um but i i think it makes i know i say this with like a lot of like sequel things but i do think it kind of makes the original trilogy a little bit better no and when it comes to like what i view in it no because now i focus more on obi-wan than no just anakin being dumb no just just completely disagree i completely disagree i don't think they're that bad i if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. There are fantastic ideas in the prequels, but they're so poorly executed. And you're not wrong. I We're, can't even argue. Nothing's going to make those movies better. I, I, I feel it, this feels great because it is good, it, uh, goodly. It's executing those ideas well. It's just that they can't do the original those ideas they have to do the continuation of it of like okay we're moving on with this we're not dealing with you know all those allegories we're dealing with the aftermath of creating hitler basically and focusing on that and it's super interesting i loved that um he i love the setup with the grand inquisitors whenever they're spewing off about like it's very easy to hunt jedi because mm-hmm. you just basically have to threaten someone and they'll step in because they feel they're so good and it, um they have to do the right thing all the time that it's it's they, i guess they view it as like a sickness almost where it's like they have to and it works it draws out um one of those jedis i'm very interested about the grand inquisitors though because as far as, as i see it they or obi-wan says that they are jedi they used to be jedi yeah but then i think it's a super interesting idea of like they were they were either like mediocre jedi or they were just jedi that whenever order 66 came about they were like okay i'm switching sides i'm I'm going to whoever's winning and they're winning now Mm -hmm. and so it's just but they're none of them are like great at this like they're not they're really like not going to be able to take down kenobi in his prime so it's just a thing of like it, I think it's an interesting idea, but I am also going like you're believing that Jedi are these great people that will step in and save the day all the time, but you were that. So that there's some flaws in your ideology there. I guess it means like the best of the Jedi or something, probably. It doesn't seem like that was what they were saying, but it still is. I like the idea that they set that up, and then whenever we see Obi-Wan... Uh, he's he's working at this weird meat cutting factory assembly line thing. Um, is that how he gets paid? Is that little bit of meat that he feeds his camel thing? No, I think he just steals that. 
he seems to do that very openly. Why yeah. doesn't anybody say anything? I kept waiting for somebody to just be like, what the fuck are you doing? We're not letting you take that. But he seems to get away with it every time. But then somebody, um, another co-worker of his got paid like half of what he usually was paid for this. And he tried to complain. But then they basically assaulted him and was like, you got something to say now? And Obi-Wan is put in that position where it's like, you could help this guy. You probably could take this guy on, even though you are out of practice. Mm -hmm. Um, And he doesn't. He just chooses not to. He's like, no. And whether that's because he's like, I'm on a mission and I have to stay undercover, so I really can't do that. Or if he is, or if that's just an excuse and he's really just like, no, I'm I'm not this person anymore. I think it's more about the mission. I think it's more about protecting Luke. I think it's an excuse. It is an excuse. He's using Luke as an excuse Mm -hmm. because he feels like a failure. And he is. At this point, he is definitely a failure. But the only way to not be one is to change. I think it's interesting that he he really has just been using this mission and Luke as a way to do absolutely nothing. He's been he's been in this Tatooine desert for 10 years, and I'm sure he has not done anything anything interesting i agree (laughs) so it's just i think it's fascinating and interesting and we see it again whenever he finally um encounters that jedi the jedi like finds him as like master and tries to ask for help and then he's like bury your lightsaber live a normal life in hiding and you will be fine that is the way to do it and maybe he's right because that guy got hung (laughs) Yeah, but like they made him an example and it was dark. Yeah, but it still does, I guess, show the thing of like, Obi-Wan could have helped if that is this idea of like that the Jedi are think they're so good that they will help in any situation. I think it I think it's a great concept because I've talked to you about it, too, of like the Jedi aren't good. They're really problematic as well. It's just they're not so straight up about it you as you had texted me like man there obi-wan's killing a lot of people and i'm like yeah he's a murderer well no, it was there's a, nothing new about it it wasn't even the fact that he was a murderer i was just like they really are just like eh, you're fine if you're on the other side sucks i i mean that is the idea of war i, I think know, it's and it's just, it's good but it's just i've completely moved past that where i'm like oh it's weird aren't you're the good guys but you're killing it's like yeah no they're not really that great guys no they're just not cold-blooded murderers they're just yeah they're just not nazis i feel yeah that's really the only plus um i think i want to get into just like this this idea of the jedi though i think it is a mistake to make them this weird religious like section of them but they're cops yeah that's really all they are yeah they're cops and I, i was telling you about that was kind of the allegory of why they are brutal and they'll kill people too is because they're cops it's just cops versus cops no but like one's nazi cops no i don't think the sith are cops i think the jedi are cops um don't ask me what the uh, sith are i haven't thought that deeply about it but um i you know they're cops but it's just the thing of adding this religious element to it is weird It, it doesn't really fit well also i i think the idea of that was born because in a new hope uh ben kenobi was dressed in these rags and it mm-hmm. was you know it, it it was his hiding clothes he w- the idea was he was wearing those because he was in hiding and he was trying to look incognito but then they just 
completely forgot about that. And so whenever they went to the prequels, they were like, oh, he looks like that now. So even whenever he's Ben Kenobi, it's like, you're not in hiding. You look exactly like mm-hmm. Ben Kenobi or Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Where, um, And it's just, I don't like it. They're not doing that with this. Yeah. But it is still just a thing of like, why did we add this element to it? Probably because whenever the first one came out, religion was like, it was a pretty big thing in that moment. No. <laughs> you can say no, but it, it literally was. I mean, the, the whole like satanic movement and how that like and like the Christian movement rising above and against it. This the 80s were like a thing. But but like art is just a reflection of the real world. One, the prequels were not the 80s. Oh, yeah. No, they just made a mistake there. I'm talking about why they made it a religion in the original Three. It wasn't really a religion in the original three. It was just because we saw Ben Kenobi and Yoda, and that was about it. And they were teaching him about the Force, which I think it's fair to say that, that that's a thing where you kind of get a bit mystical about it. But mm-hmm. it doesn't feel religious in the uh, originals. It feels religious in the prequels when we're doing stuff like Anakin, you have to live a life of celibacy. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Where I'm like, this doesn't work at all. This is a weird idea. There's no real point. I think it was just the idea of Obi-Wan wears these clothes. It looks a lot like robes. Or it is robes, and that's what religious people wear. Probably. It's just bad. I didn't like it. Um, But that's still getting off point. (laughs) But no, I think it's interesting. I loved that. What did you think of Leia? I literally wrote she's the perfect casting. And def- she's exactly what she should be. Definitely great casting. What do you think about the character of Leia? I think she should have been the one that he tried to train personally. Um, and I think they kind of botched it by not doing that. And I know it's probably because like it was the 80s and it was the guy versus the girl or whatever the fuck. I, well, I don't... I think there just wasn't enough foresight for that. Yeah, but I think she would have. But like the character that she is, she just seems much more confrontational she is but i do like that um she has that characteristic and she's in this world of politics as well i agree so i i like I, i'm okay with it even th- i'm just i'm okay with going like i just don't think they had enough foresight to go leia probably would have been the smarter choice um but i i don't know i like leia i did think this is i kind of gonna bleed into the second episode she's very annoying yeah well she's 10 yeah but it is still the thing of like i don't know i just always get annoyed whenever i always call it the gus syndrome where it's just like you're in this situation where you're you're in a life or death situation and you're just treating it like you're in charge or you're the one making a decision or that it's not even as dangerous as it is it's like she's like picking out gloves whenever it's buying clothes and it doesn't ask him for permission or anything and it's like leia there are people hunting you now isn't the time or even whenever i guess it's i do like that she's trying to be smart she's cautious of everyone even obi-wan whenever she sees the um the hologram of like it's a wanted thing and she pieces mm-hmm. it all together it's smart but i am also going like you are really inconveniencing this your own rescue but i think the point is even though she's so smart and like and they do develop that well and if well, let's just talk about episode two since we were there for a second yeah. um with her being like uh i wrote a quote down um 
uh, you think less, you think the less you say, the less you give away, but it's the opposite. How old are you? 10. You don't act like you're 10. And like, that was like the interaction they had. And I think that established that she's wise beyond her years, but she is still 10 and she is still going to be like, Oh, I want these gloves and then get the gloves. She's still going to like run away into the forest to have fun. Like she is still going to do those kid things. I know it's annoying. It's very, but it's annoying. also very genuine to what, being 10 is like i mean when i was 10 i was a monkey in a tree essentially mom hated it she would be so mad at me so is she well yeah but like that's my point like that's very genuine for the age that they put her at and i feel like that added to the characterization of her being 10 i don't know i think some situations are just like i think it's yeah it's just the situation me at 10 if i was in her situation i would have shut the fuck up until i got home because i would have been terrified and i know that's maybe not no that isn't her character but the effect that they're on the run that they're in hiding and she's literally going like use the force right now it's like that's gonna draw so much attention why would you tell him to do that you're right but i mean i think that was supposed to show that obi-wan was like no i can't do that obviously because she's still learning she doesn't get how it all fully runs yet i she's smart enough to know that the force she asks for him to move to like lift her her. yeah that's enough to she's smart enough to go oh yeah we have to be in hiding and i just asked him to do something that's going to make everyone look at me okay you're right that was just bad writing (laughs) that part specifically was bad writing it's it's just those kind of things where i'm like leia shut up that's fair and you're in a dangerous situation (laughs) go along i know you don't know this man and that's fair to be like questionable of him but like go along with it a bit (laughs) don't say things that are gonna put you in danger <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair she did i actually thought i was like that was kind of dumb mm-hmm. um i love the aesthetic of the second episode me too it's very blade runner i haven't seen it but i believe you but blade runner is just i think it's classic um sci-fi noir Mm-hmm. of just uh or no it's there's a word for it but it, it's all those neon lights and but it's also still a very dark place vaporwave what vaporwave uh that was not the phrase i was thinking okay. of um but just like yeah it, that aesthetic of that town where it's there is like debauchery and all that stuff but it just looks kind of cool anyways mm-hmm. i i thought it was a great and i love seeing that in star wars because i felt like we really haven't I'm sure there are similar situations, but this kind of itched that scratch for me um, where I was like, cool. I I like seeing that. I also love that this has so far been a new planet every episode. Yeah, exactly. That's really refreshing. Yeah, it is. So many times, especially. I'm tired of seeing Tatooine. That's fair. I'm tired of seeing it. We've seen it so much. We've seen it in like, what, eight? something things eight different things also if it's not tatooine it's just another desert planet it's like i don't care about the desert i don't care about the desert different landscapes so do other things and they've they've been doing in this which is super refreshing and i love it i can agree um i do what did you think about kamel nanjiani okay i'm just getting to my notes were you expecting kamel nanjiani i I watched the trailer before i watched it so yes sadly 
whatever. <laughs> um, I, I watched this and he appeared and I was like, oh my god! I did put sweet. Camille, I did put Camille Nanjiani two exclamation points. <laughs> so I was excited. I I enjoyed saying I wasn't expecting it. It hit me out of nowhere and I was like, yay! I like Camille Nanjiani. I knew the second he showed up, I was like, he's a fake. I don't yeah. know what he's doing, but he's a fake. That's and then fair. I was right. That's fair. I uh, um, but I liked that. I liked that he was exploiting this thing of like no one's probably really even seen a Jedi in you know ten years or something like that. So he's just kind of doing what there are rumors of and using magnets and all that sort of stuff. And I thought that was interesting and really cool. It built the city up more, like like characterized the people of it, in my opinion. I, I just thought it characterized him. Well, him too, <laughs> but just like the type of thing that like you would have to do to survive here. Uh, escape? No, to, like <laughs> whatever. Well, mind, lie, cheat, steal. Something okay, like that. I I didn't get that. I just liked him that he That's was fair. kind of exploiting this um, idea of the Jedi, and that he immediately was caught by Obi Wan, and he's like, ah, shit. <laughs> um, I would. Like I, I say this about a lot of things. I would like a character though that's just just bad because he also has a redeeming moment in when this. He sends him, yeah, you know? and it's kind of just a thing of like, oh, he's not all bad, and it's like I would have been okay if he was just like a really shit dude. Yeah, but they need to get Kenobi off the. They could have found another way. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I think he was just the easiest. Absolutely, but I, I don't know if you're. I think if you're gonna set up a character that's a lying and a cheat and stuff like that you don't have to make them a good person mm-hmm. um you just make them charming and that's enough to get them by i think and he is a charming guy yeah I, so i'm like i would run with that but i don't know i enjoyed seeing him thoughts on third sister she's gonna be like that bitch from total recall <laughs> who doesn't die like the whole movie like she's just always comes back the wife I haven't watched her Total Recall. Ever? No. Oh, my God. Are okay. talking about the original or the remake? Either. It's okay. a, it's the same thing, just updated. Okay. Um, I mean, I think the remake's better, but that's just me. Um, you always think that. I know. But so, basically, she's 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 the wife. Uh, or she's a character. You don't have to explain Total Recall to me. I understand the concept of this is a character we hate, and they probably won't get rid of her for a while. Yeah, they just, they, she just kind of never dies and just keeps coming back. Yeah. And I feel like Third Sister is going to kind of be the same way, that's, just to um, be a bug up his ass. That's, that's Scarecrow in the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, that type of thing. Like, yeah. you just can't get rid of this person, and they're causing all of your problems. Or just getting in the way whenever you have bigger fish to fry. For example, saving Leia. Absolutely. She's the whole reason that even happened, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of, so I definitely, like, I'm going to hate, I'm going to love to hate her. Absolutely. And that's a great thing to bring up because a lot of people are giving her shit. Which is so stupid. Well, and did you hear that um, the guy who plays Obi-Wan was like, if you are sending her hate messages, then you have no place in this fandom. I did see that. And also, uh, Disney themselves was like, don't do that. That's mean. That they were like they sent a tweet, you know, being very welcoming of this actress. I don't know her name at the moment, but um, she's a very good actress. She's been in a lot of things, and you know, and but they also were like, please don't send hate. I'm paraphrasing. Please don't send hate. Um, that's not cool. And so it's just a lot of things. Also, um, I don't like her character, but I don't like her character. Because she's a really good actress. And she's a good villain. <laughs> she's a good villain because I'm like, that scene with um, Uncle... 
What's the uncle's name? I don't remember the uncle's name. It's Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen. Uh, with Uncle Owen. And she just straight up, she like has a moment where she's giving uh, respect to Uncle Owen. And I'm immediately like, I would spit in your face if you gave me respect. I would 100%. hate you. But then she turns it on a head and goes, if somebody doesn't give up this Jedi, I will, I will kill this man and his family. And I was like... I hate you. I hate you a lot. But at the same time, I'm like, great fucking writing, great fucking portrayal. It's menacing and great, and you understand the character. Yeah. So it's just, it's great. I love it. What I love that established is that she's just impulsive and yeah. wants to be, get higher. Like, she's like, I'll play dirty. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And I love that they gave her that aspect because she's just kind of evil. It's mm-hmm. literally what you wanted from Kamala Nanjani. Kamal Nanjani. Sorry, I struggle with. My get tongue tied. I have braces. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say Haja. He like you wanted him to be just be evil, and she kind of does fill that role. You're right. I I am glad about that. I didn't make that connection, but I, no, I am glad that she so far has just been this evil person. I would not put it past them that they're going to make some sort of um, redeemable trait to her. Of- I'd rather her just be empathetic. No, like I, be like, okay, I get it. You suck because of this, but you still suck. So I'm, I don't feel bad for you. I'm just okay with her sucking and just being a bad person. And she just wants power. I think that's totally okay. That there are people that just want power. I can agree, and I, I wouldn't mind, but I definitely think they're gonna go the route of giving her something. You don't always have to. I agree. You sh- and you d- and you shouldn't. Stranger Things does this really cool thing, where there's a ca- character. He's a sociopath, and they like they don't give you anything and then there's one scene and it's for like two minutes and you kind of see why he's the way he is mm, you're talking about the demi gorgon no <laughs> you're talking so about far off so far you're talking about miles Hopper. miles galaxies away now you're so far you're talking about 11 you don't I even got know it. the character you didn't even watch the season you're talking about whoever finn wolfhart plays <laughs> No, wrong. It's Mike. That's <laughs> you, still season one. I'm season two. You're talking about whoever has the ridiculous hair, but he's like hot for some reason. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about, actually. <laughs> Am I actually? There's two. There's I three told options. You I'd get to there's it. three options. So it, if you, it, it, no matter what, you're probably right. But I knew I'd get there sometime. Are we sure it's not the Hopper character? I'm sure. I mean, Hopper is the hot one on the show, in my opinion. But <laughs> That's fair. Um, that says a bit more about you than you may want to true. admit at the moment. It's but fine. Yes. It's fine. <laughs> uh, anyways, back to the point. They do it well. They do the this whole, like, the point? giving them an empathetic... <laughs> they, they, they do the whole giving him an empathetic, like, okay, I see it. You're abused, and that's why you are the way you are. You still suck. You're in charge of your own actions. I wish they did the same thing with her. If they go that route, I hope they just don't. I agree. Sometimes someone yep. just wants power, and I think that's more than enough motivation. Or just shitty. I think I haven't watched all of Game of Thrones, but from what I've seen of the one blonde dude, I don't know his name. Mm-hmm. People are screaming his name because they hate this dude too, and I hate him as well. But just he's whenever he's in it, you're just physically uncomfortable whenever he's in it because he's such an asshole person, and he. He's so into himself. He thinks he's entitled to everything. It's It works really well. I think it works really well in Game of Thrones because once they finally killed him, everyone rejoiced. Everyone was like, yes, he finally died, and it was a great death. Fair enough. So it's just a thing of, like, sometimes you just can make people awful. Yeah, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about the Grand Inquisitor? The one that got killed? 
Yes. I saw it coming. Yeah, I did too. The second she, I was like, she's not going to let you take the credit, you dumbass. People are mad. That he, she killed him? Yes. Why? Actually might be a good reason. Apparently in the canon, he has appeared in the future. I think he appeared in Rebels, which is set after this. Ooh. I think. That is a problem. I don't know the specifics of that, but um, yeah, that's a bit of an oversight if that's, um, you know, is different with the plot. That being said, this guy looks different. Maybe it's not the same one. It's true. Maybe, maybe it's just another dude from that race and he was Grand Inquisitor and they just get another one. Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, it's a completely. little, that's a little stupid to, way to get around it, but I don't know. Maybe I was totally fine with it, especially with the fact that he didn't look like he did before because I think they were like, we don't care if he looks exactly like it. We're going to kill him in episode two. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of that lightsaber though spinning when they like push a guy into it? I want to talk about that. Do you know who plays him? The Grand Inquisitor or the guy who... The guy who dies. The guy who probably got his dick chopped off. Yeah. The guy who got, probably got his dick chopped off. That was my first thought. Oh, yeah. Was it yours? Because he was like this. No. My, <laughs> my first thought was, it's Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. He's the drummer. Oh, no. I did know that. That's so cool. That's was, just a fun thing for me. I was thinking more of the fact that he um, he got his dick chopped off. That's fair. And that's a, that's a completely valid thought. My thought was just, oh, damn. They, I literally wrote, damn, they really killed Flea. He's but a weird-looking dude. Yeah, he is. Well, he was a drug addict. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he's, he's been through the ringer a few times. Okay. Um, but, I mean, they also had to kill him off because he's in a band. He can't yeah. record for long. Um, but, it's so, like, I expected He's in another it, but... thing where he also has a ridiculous name. Is it Back to the Future? Maybe. Is he in Back to the Future? I don't think so. I gotta look up Flea now. Yeah, me too. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, no, we don't both have to... You look up Flea. Yeah, I'm not looking up... Me, just let me do that. Um, no, I... I th- yeah, I think the fact that because um, take like the Sonic movie and the um, he's in Back to the Future two and Baby Driver. Oh, he's in Baby Driver and oh, the Outsiders the, and the, the Big Lebowski. Okay, I'm gonna focus on Baby Driver though. He's the guy who um, ha- he's Johnny No Nos. Oh, you're right. You didn't even catch that. You're no. b- such a big Red Hot Chili but Peppers in my fan. Defense, you didn't even know he's in a great movie you love. In my defense. Having no nose makes you look really different. Yeah, that's that's really what I'm gonna go for. Um, he and still also, had a nose in that. It was like it was like a fake one, wasn't it? I don't. Hold on, let me look. <laughs> I'm just bringing up more questions and distracting you more. Because like I'm in Star Wars right now, so like I can't picture this character. <laughs> I don't even know if it was Johnny. Okay, hold on. Johnny the nose. Flee Back to the Future. Oh, yes. Okay, he looks very different here. He looks much younger and much better than what he looks like now. Yeah. That's why I didn't recognize him. Look up Baby Driver, though. Yeah, I must have really just missed it. I'll take that all, though. Either way. fan. Whatever. Uh, I'm more into the... I don't really, like, follow the band band. I just, like, follow the music. I just like the sound. Um... But yeah, I was... I did not think about Dick and Chopped Off, but you're probably correct, because he was leaning back. It... I, I don't know. I, it wasn't even the leaning back. It was just the fact that, like, you're being pushed into a spinning lightsaber. And I'm like, that that's going to chop the dick off at some point, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> These are the things I think about. I know. Very different energies <laughs> across the board here. I feel I'm the one in the right. I think it's fair to think you see somebody in that situation and you go, oh, no, that that's going to have a problem. <laughs> 
a problem that's very dear to me. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I would also be worried about my dick getting jumped off. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm about to die, so it doesn't matter, but... Um, no, I still care about that. I got my priorities set. Fair enough. <laughs> um, all right. Getting, he, But getting into kind of what leads into episode three... He saves Leia. He does save Leia. That... It wasn't really a big shock. No, but like I think that is, a that gets her to trust him more. Y- yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, just he's not using the force, and I guess that was the thing that made her believe. Oh, you are a Jedi, mm-hmm. and she was kind of on the fence of that at all. Um, I think. I mean, granted, I've watched all the movies. I would have been sold by the lightsaber and the robes. <laughs> it doesn't take much to for I me. Have I something guess. to say, actually. Okay. I think the main reason that star wars kind of is always like it's fine like it's great but like i don't need like i'm not obsessed is because they like spoon feed you everything yeah like you see him go into the desert dig up his lightsaber and so you're like okay he has his lightsaber now but then right when he's about to leave he flashes it to everyone who can see before he gets on the ship to go save leia after at the end of episode one i didn't need to see it why else would you go into the middle of the desert and dig up your lightsaber (laughs) obviously you took one of them at least, you know, like cut like I didn't need to see that. That's what was stupid to me. That's what bothered me. I didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> like th- and that's that's my issue. It's that being they said, spoon feed you everything. That being said, I kinda liked seeing the lightsaber on his belt. <laughs> yes, but they could have done it like next episode in in a more inconspicuous way, not just flash it to the guy directly to his left who can see it's a lightsaber and you know who has lightsabers? Jedi or Sith. You know what this guy isn't? Sith. You're, it was just I, you're right i just kind of liked it anyway that's fair i'm just saying that bothered the <laughs> hell out of me okay that's fair um i liked that he did not know that anakin was alive me, me too i was wondering because actually right before it happened i was like does he know this answers a lot of questions that i didn't even really have before of like mm-hmm. at the end of revenge of the sith he thought that he died and then at the beginning of a new hope he he knows that Aunt, that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker, Luke's mm-hmm. father. And so it's the thing of like, how would he know that? Oh, this is how he knows it. He's he finds out during this. Also, why would why does Leia know Obi-Wan whenever she sends the message of like Obi-Wan, you're our only hope? Because of this. And it was like, oh, that's interesting. That's really cool world building that I I didn't even think about, but it makes so much sense. And it makes honestly the connection better it, and it, just the first movie better it also like makes the idea of like why are we focusing on leia i thought we would have focused on luke and it's like oh because because she actually needs to know who this guy is and that makes more sense now yeah and i like that also leia is more interesting than luke in my opinion yeah also i'm i am gonna argue with that saying you haven't seen luke in this Touche. So you don't really know what that storyline would have been. But no, I like Leia's storyline anyways. I think it's more interesting. It makes more sense, especially now that that answers the question of like, oh, this is how she knows who he is. And it just it just um, connects dots that I didn't even think of, which I liked. And then um, I love how much this has fucked with him. <laughs> he He hears that Anakin Skywalker is alive and he is... He is just his world has been rocked and yeah. i love it i love that he is 
so visibly uncomfortable now just from the moment he hears that he runs away just into the ship and everything like that he is ignoring leia because he's just having ptsd and going like oh fuck (laughs) um and i love that so much and then getting into the third episode um we were you a scrubs fan scrubs okay then no um you know that dude oh you mean the the sitcom no no you know the dude that um they hitch a ride for because yeah because they yeah they thought that um uh, kamel nanjiani betrayed him yeah freck uh it's played by um the main guy from scrubs i'm forgetting his name <laughs> i can see his face though i know who you're yeah. talking about yeah zach braff that's his name zach braff um i i heard his voice and i thought it was seth rogan and then i was like i have to look this up and then i found out it was zach braff and i was like huh he apparently was the one that was like we should have this guy turn on them fair enough i was like pretty cool pretty cool idea i think um i liked that i like the scene where it's him and the uh stormtroopers and they're just they're very suspicious of him um i again why would you keep wearing those robes i agree it is like a red sign like don't, red flag don't wear the robes you look like a jedi you look exactly like a jedi i mean it's cool it's it's cool for even the moment when the droid shows up and yeah. you see like that standoff position where he raises the hood and it's obi-wan kenobi and you're like oh fuck um and then there's a fight which is a a pretty good fight i liked it where i like seeing a jedi use a blaster because they would i think it's really stupid because like the only time you really ever see a jedi use a blaster is when it's they're on a ship and i feel like that's really missing an opportunity they would use a blaster because they're they can just move, make it go where they want. Yeah, it's it's it would be like a side weapon that they would have. It's long range, so why wouldn't you use it? It it, it makes so much sense. So I I really liked having that he used the blaster. It also worked because I think it works with his PTSD of like he doesn't want to use a lightsaber yeah. like ever, and I liked that a lot. But I was I was, while I was first watching it, I was like, why wouldn't you just bring out the lightsaber right now? And then as I we get to later bits i realize oh he doesn't want to use that he, mm-hmm. he would really rather not pull that out at yeah. all costs and he's uh, also rusty with a lightsaber that's true he's rusty with the force he really doesn't seem to have like almost any connection to the force yeah. which is cool I, he really I, thought leia was gonna die before he saved her yeah before he was like this is all i got i gotta make this work um and then then the um the Kamel Nanjiani people help out. Yeah. Um, and they take him on. Yeah. It, that was really interesting because I was like, this is terrifying being on the run. Like yeah. this, idea, the things that you would have to do when you are on the run from like a country or like a huge organization with power. It's like, oh, this is terrifying. Um, I, I liked that a lot. I liked the little one. I liked the robot. <laughs> Yeah, me too. The one that was silent. Yeah, I liked him. I loved him. I love that he was standing guard with the stormtroopers, and then and he the, just yeah, he just like, had like a jack huge ham- not jackhammer, just a huge sledgehammer, hammer, or yeah. sledgehammer behind his back, and he's like tightening his grip, going like, "Am I gonna have to beat the fuck out of these people?" Um, I liked that a lot. I liked the secret room, um, and that she was like, "You're not the only Jedi that has been in here." A mm-hmm. uh, cool reference to another Jedi who I don't know, but he's in the Clone Wars and Obi Wan and him have interacted a lot um i don't a lot 
I don't think that Jedi will show up in this season. If they do a season two, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe in other things. Oh, I think um, there's another show called Andor that's going to be coming out. He, he, he could show up in that. That would be kind of cool. Okay. Um, I liked, I just liked a lot of stuff about it. And then we get into the good shit the good shit like okay all of it was pretty good yeah really good shit the shit that everyone was kind of everybody wants and they weren't really expecting it this soon i literally just wrote shit it's vader (laughs) like word for word that's all i wrote shit in all caps it's vader (laughs) um because like i knew he was coming because obviously we well we had been seeing things of it we saw like his face at the end of season two Mm -hmm. in the back to tank there's a lot of back to tank stuff and and a lot of recent uh, Star Wars yeah. medium. Like, there's like, I want to say like three episodes of Boba Fett where it's just flashbacks while he's in the back to tank. And I'm like, mm. I hate this. That's fair. <laughs> um, and then, but yeah, he's in the back to tank. And then this episode, there's a sequence where we see him being assembled. Yeah. And that, I, I thought that was super interesting. I loved realizing, really realizing how robotic he is. Because you see that suit and you're like, oh, there's like a control panel on his chest. And it's like, oh, no, that's in him. Like, oh, that's yeah. attached to him. And I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. Like, I also often forget looking at Dark Vader, Dar- Darth Vader, that um, he's missing three limbs. Three limbs is just robot robotic. And I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. OK. Um, and just he's a mess of a man. <laughs> yeah, he is. I like it a lot. And that. And this idea that, like, even when he's in the suit is, like, painful for him. Mm -hmm. But he'll do a lot of stuff. Like, I think they've also, it's, like, canon that he will turn off his oxygen tank so that he's silent. Damn. Yeah. Like, that's That's terrifying. That's cool shit. I liked it a lot. I love the setup that Obi-Wan is just watching as as Vader just, like, kills random people to draw him out. And Mm -hmm. he's just kind of like, okay, I got to... I got to lead him away. Uh, but then even leading him away, he's like, I'm not going to like go out of my way to like make him see me. I'm still going to run. That's <laughs> just... the moment I texted you. Wow. They really just be killing people. Yeah. Because Vader was just like, I don't go fuck. And like, he's a villain. He shouldn't. Yeah. But I was just like, they really just throw people around like ragdolls here. and have no issue. <laughs> I think such a huge thing though, is whenever you texted me that I went, who did we kill in episode three? <laughs> and then I just went, these people, these people, these people. And I just kept listening. I, forgot, I just watched it. So I, I was like, it's all over there. All about it. Also because they're cannon fodder. <laughs> yeah. They're, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're they're not even correct. really characters. They're just, they're extras. And that, I mean, that, that sounds awful, but this is a story and they're, it does, you know, serve a purpose of like, yeah, he's killing these people to draw Obi-Wan because he's like, Obi-Wan will try to save these people. But at the same time, it's just I forgot about them because they didn't have any lines even. Yeah. They were there just to be killed. You're not wrong. Um, I do want to say, since we're getting to the Vader Obi-Wan part, did you notice that Obi-Wan runs behind a hill and then runs back out the same way? And like immediately like that like did you did you catch it no it's fucking hilarious <laughs> okay and all and i no one else besides like one other person has noticed it from what i can tell but he whenever he first shows up and he opens a lightsaber he just runs and then yeah. two seconds later same direction just out and you're just like okay so you went no distance at all and it's just it's why they should have it's just because they didn't flip the camera or the lens or whatever but that's you just could, fucking funny you could say that's like a production error and a mistake or something like that I think 
and this is why I genuinely love this fight. It's Obi-Wan doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's I mean, so, he doesn't. He's so scatterbrained and so like, I'm not prepared to deal with this right now. I'm not emotionally prepared to deal with. Rather physically. Uh, physically or emotionally deal uh, prepared to deal with the guy that is now Hitler and I'm responsible for and I don't want to fight him. Like he, I also, I liked some small things. Like whenever he brings out the lightsaber, it's not in a way of, it's not a cool way. It's him being spooked and it just reacts. So he's like, ah, okay, here's the lightsaber. It's, I'm mm-hmm. out. This is protection. Uh, where is he? I'm so terrified. <laughs> and I love that. I love that he, there's all the skill is kind of gone from him yeah. and he's just acting on reflexes now. And I think that's super cool. And then, um, yeah, I, yeah, you could say that's a production error, but I would probably see it one whenever he first runs. It's he sees Vader, and it's the you know they've both got their lightsabers out. It looks like it's going to be this epic fight that we've kind of been wanting from them again. But then they, uh, but then Kenobi's just like, nope, no, I I, I don't want to do this right now. So he just runs away, and then he, I think it was just him going like, I um. Uh, okay, I'm going back. I, I, like, I just, I think it just speaks to the fact that he's like, I, I don't know what to do in this situation. I'm just doing anything. That's fair. I like to think it's just a funny aspect that they forgot to fuck fix. You, you can think that. I think it's better as the. Uh, I mean, yeah. The Kenobi thing, story wise. Yeah, I, I like that a bit more. I just find it funny. I, I love that he's just always on the back foot, and I, and I didn't even realize that. I thought it really was just him like making a choice of like I don't want to deal with this so I'm just going to run but it's also he's having a panic attack while also being attacked yeah so, which I'm like that's super interesting and cool and I I love the lightsabers in this they do look really nice in that scene the lighting of it yeah how the, like illuminates their whole bodies it, it looks so much better on Kenobi I feel I agree. it looks so sick and I'm like this is awesome <laughs> uh but I, I just loved kind of everything about it. I also like that, um, one, I like that it was an inventive use of the lightsaber that Vader uses it to light a huge fire. And then he also did that because he was like, you lit me on fire, so I'm going to light you on fire. Yeah, I literally wrote, I was like, he really just got revenge right then. He was like, this is my turn. Mm-hmm. There's, <laughs> appara- there's apparently a comic that kind of delves into the fact of he's been thinking about this for 10 years that wasn't a like oh poetic justice in like this moment like how coincidental it was like no he was going like if i ever see kenobi again i'm going to burn him because he did that to me Mm -hmm. he was like playing it over and over in his mind like how do i do this and like that was always his plan i think that's super cool i agree i um but there's also like a there is a weird element to that part too because they set up the fire, he burns Kenobi a bit, and then he puts out the fire, mm-hmm. and then the person that saved, uh, saves them shoots a stormtrooper and lights the fire again. But they're farther away from it now. Kind of. It's like two feet. Yeah, but like, it's like, okay, but how did you stop it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's the thing of um, Vader is kind of afraid of fire. I guess. But at the same time, it's like, can he not just put it out again? <laughs> he kind of just lets him go away. And I think I think that is still the point 
I think he did kind of want them to get away at the moment. He wants more revenge. Yeah, and I think it could even be the case that he's recognizing that Kenobi is not at his best and he kind of wants him to be mm-hmm. a bit better. So, But it's still just a thing of like, that's a weird moment. <laughs> um, but no, I... I loved everything about this, man. Uh, or not everything about this, but I loved a lot of stuff about this. Me too. I'm excited for part four in two days. Absolutely. I, I think it's going to be so fun. Uh, it'll be out whenever you're listening to this. Yeah. But um, I, I'm so excited. I, I think this is such great storytelling, such great Star Wars. This, this is the stuff I love about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to watch The Mandalorian. I will. I'm going to watch it after we're done with us. Good. <laughs> And the boys. Yeah, I mean, you can let watch me get it. through the boys. Oh, okay, that's because right. that's a whole. I thing. forgot about the boys. I was gonna say you could watch it now, but no, there's too much going on. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I'll watch the Mandalorian after. But I don't, yeah. I don't really have anything else to say though. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything else to say? I don't think so. Do you think we're gonna get anything of Luke? I doubt it. Could be. Um, Maybe, but like, I feel like that. That. That's just. They have a really centered story, and I don't mm. want them to lose the momentum they're having. That's fair. Because they just want to have a cameo. Th- that's fair. You know? What did you also think of um, Kenobi drop say, I have a brother? I didn't even catch it. You didn't? He, he mentions it. He's like, I've got a... I remember a baby. I think I had a brother. I don't really remember a lot about him. Mm. Um, I don't think they should bring that in this episode, no, this season. No, me either. But I am interested. Yeah. I'd be interested in Kenobi's brother. I would uh, be intrigued. Just to, I don't know. I'd just be kind of interested. I'd be down for a season two of this. I don't think it's going to be good a season I, two. I think it's going to be like a Yeah, I don't think thing. so either. But I, I'd be down. Yeah. I'd be totally down with That's it. That's fair. Well, with that being said. We will see you next week with Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, absolutely. I've got to watch the second one. Yes. What was that one called? Fallen Kingdom. Okay. I need to watch Fallen Kingdom. Um, I don't want to. <laughs> it's good. I don't know if you'll like. You'll probably hate it. I think I don't it's know. great. Those Jurassic World movies are not fantastic. The first one was pretty good. It's all right. It's better than the second and third one from the original franchise. It's, I'd say, about on par. I don't think you remember how bad the third Jurassic Park was. I don't like th- you can't. I, There's a Velociraptor I, I, that talks <laughs> with real words. Like it's it's yeah. horrible. <laughs> I think it's fine. I mean, it's like it's like so bad it's good. It's like funny. It's like so bad it's funny. Like so I remember liking it. You sh- we should rewatch them. I I'd love to. Re- <laughs> I know, but if we ever did, I'd love to. I just won't. Hear. But I remember like I remember watching like all three of those and going like I, I like this trilogy. It's fun. I mean, it's fun. I don't it, think they're I, necessarily I agree, like bad, bad. But I agree the pre- the sequels are not as good as the first one. Nothing's the, gonna be as good as the first the, one. Though. The first one's fantastic, but um, for Jurassic World, I was just kind of like, I, it's fine. I liked it. I like Fallen. Fallen King is probably my favorite of the franchise. Nah, it's not. The original's my favorite, but good. We finally found one. Yeah. <laughs> Jurassic Park's just so iconic. You can't really. It took what twenty six episodes? <laughs> yeah, twenty eight. I think this is twenty eight. This is really twenty eight. Yeah, twenty seven was last week. Oh, jeez. Um, well, yeah, it, it took 28 episodes to find one where you were like, I like the original of that the best. <laughs> it, it was bound to happen eventually. Multiverse of options. I don't think it was. <laughs> I just assumed that was a different universe. Nope. 
We got one. It's probably the only one you'll ever get, but it's there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Until Dominion comes out, and you're like, dude, this one's better than the original. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of excited for it. I'm just excited to see the old cast, if Me I'm too. being honest. I'm excited for that. I mean, uh, I'm curious how they're going to do it. Have you been watching um, Camp Cretaceous? No. <laughs> okay, it's probably going to connect, so... I don't care. I'm not watching that. I'm not going to force you to. I will never watch that, it's actually. It's fun. No. It's I'm not, interesting. I'm not, I don't have enough interest in this franchise to watch a TV show of it. That's valid. And it's also a kid's cartoon. So. I, yeah, I don't care enough. <laughs> it's like Y7. Like, it's really... I, li- I like the franchise. I'm not invested. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I haven't seen the last one, and I don't really want to. But, yeah, I think that speaks enough to the fact that I'm not watching a kid's TV show that's good. Why would they connect that to this, though? Apparently, it's not going to be, like, major, but there's just going to be, like, some aspects that are, like, hints towards what's going to happen in the third one. Mm. And me and Alyssa think we got it figured out, but we're not sure. <laughs> Weird. But, okay. Well, um, but anyways. I'm, I'm so, yeah, I'm excited to get back into that the world and just to see the original cast and jeff goldblum i'm, I'm most excited for that really that's valid jeff goldblum is a king jeff goldblum and um i'm i'm forgetting the guy who plays the, alan yeah the main guy i don't remember his name he's great uh was going to be kurt russell ah oh, i'm glad it's not <laughs> i am too because he kurt russell doesn't need everything yeah he's got he's he's got enough he's fine he's, he's in every superhero franchise he's fine he's in everything besides <laughs> superheroes as well he, i'm just like it it's fine. Give it to this guy who's yeah. great as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so with that, we will leave you guys. To be continued. See you next time. See you next time. Bye.